This evening we're celebrating the vigil of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Assumption of Mary is that event where, when her life on earth was finished, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was taken up, body and soul, into the glory of heaven. When we die, normally, our soul and body separate. And we look forward as Christians to the resurrection on the last day. But for some period of time, all of us will exist as a soul separated from a body in that kind of incomplete in-between state. Even now, the saints in heaven, although they see God directly, still await the resurrection of the body. But Mary is an exception to this. Mary shares already, even now, in the fullness of Christ's resurrection. She is his first disciple, the first to know him, the only one to share his entire life, and now the first to reign with him in heaven. She is indeed the queen of heaven, fully alive, body and soul united in heavenly glory. That is the mystery we celebrate today, that Mary, the mother of God, was taken up already into the fullness of heavenly glory. Mary shares already in the resurrection of the dead, which the rest of us must wait for and look forward to. How do we know that Mary was assumed into heaven? The Bible does not use the word assumption directly, just like it does not use many theological terms, but the assumption of Mary is mentioned in Scripture. It is referred to. It is prefigured in the Old Testament, and it is seen in John's mystical vision of Revelation. First, Mary's assumption is prefigured in the Old Testament, especially by the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant, as you recall, was that sacred vessel which held the Ten, the Ten Commandments. It held also a fragment of the manna, the bread from heaven, and the staff of Aaron, the high priest. The Ark of the Covenant was kept in the temple, in the Holy of Holies, and it was considered to be that which brought the very presence of God to his people. Our first reading for this evening tells us how when King David brought the ark in solemn procession into his capital city of Jerusalem, the people rejoiced. The ark of the covenant was the sacred vessel that carried the presence of God. And where the king was, the ark also would be. David brought the ark into his capital city, into Jerusalem. Our responsorial psalm for this evening says, Lord, go up to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your holiness. Where the Lord goes, the ark goes with him. In the Old Testament, the ark was a thing. It was a golden vessel. But in the New Testament, the ark is not a thing, but a person. It is Mary herself, for she is the one who bears the presence of God to us. She is the one who brings the bodily presence of God into the world by giving birth to our Lord Jesus Christ. And so where Christ, our King and Lord, has gone in his ascension, that is, into the heavenly Jerusalem, the new ark, the ark of the new covenant, Mary also goes with him. This is what St. John sees in his vision in the book of Revelation, when he sees the heavenly temple. He says, 
I saw a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. John says this right after saying that he has seen the ark of God in heaven. The woman of Revelation is identified specifically as the mother of the Messiah, that is the mother of Jesus. And so this woman, crowned with stars, alive in heavenly glory, is Mary, his mother. We also know about Mary's assumption from Christian tradition. For example, we have writings outside of sacred scripture, very early, that refer to the events of Mary's assumption. In fact, this feast day, the feast of the Assumption, which we celebrate today, has been on our church calendar for some 1,500 years. Another thing to think about is how carefully the early Christians guarded the relics of the saints, the physical remains of those who had died in martyrdom, or those who had died and were known to be very holy. From the earliest times, the relics of the saints were gathered They were venerated, they were preserved, and they were brought into churches. But we have no relics of Mary. That is to say, we have no relics of her body. The early church never claimed to have the body of Mary. Because the early Christians knew that Mary's body was not in a tomb, but that she was alive in heaven. This one fact in itself is powerful evidence for the assumption given the universal honor and veneration shown to Mary by the early church. If anyone had had Mary's body, they surely, surely would have made it known. They surely would have preserved it. But they knew that Mary's body is no longer on earth, that she is alive. But what does Mary's assumption mean for us? We celebrate this mysterious event. What does this mean for us? Mary's assumption shows us the special love and care that Jesus had for her. She was the one from whom he took his flesh. She was the one from whom God took human flesh. He received his flesh from her, the flesh which suffered on the cross, the flesh which died and which was raised for our salvation. And so Christ, out of reverence, did not allow the corruption of the tomb to touch Mary's flesh. Mary had the first share in the resurrection of Jesus. Just as she was the first to know him, the first to share his life, just as she stood by him at the foot of the cross and shared his suffering, so also she has shared with him his rising from the dead. This makes Mary the perfect model of the church. In fact, the model of the church in her perfect state. Mary shares already in the glory that all of us look forward to. Mary shows us what it means to be dedicated to God, body and soul, wholeheartedly through one's entire life. The rest of us must wait till the end of time for the resurrection of the body. But Mary is resurrected already. So she shows us what God has in store for all of us someday. Just as in her life she was the perfect disciple of the Lord, so also she continues to be the perfect model for us. And Mary reigns in heaven. She is the mother of the king, and so she is the queen of heaven. And so she shares already in Christ's rule. 
She shares in the perfection of the heavenly kingdom. And she has a particular care for those of us on earth who are still working out our salvation by the grace of God in fear and trembling. So we look to Mary today as the mother of God and our mother also. As the Lord himself honored her, we also honor her today. And as we look to her example of holiness, we ask her to pray for us and to direct to us the graces that we need, that we may imitate her discipleship of the Lord, so that one day we too may share eternal life with him.